afternoon and welcome to Fireside Chats. I'm Jade Lauren and I will be your facilitator for the next 50 minutes. And I'd like to talk to you about, uh, my topic for today was scheduled to be fibromyalgia. Uh, We have been continuing and looking at the designated autoimmune system diseases as they've been categorized by the medical profession. And fibromyalgia was the last in the series. However, over this last past week, uh, every time I went into my meditation, I would get the same thing over and over again, and it absolutely would not leave me alone. So I'm going to depart, and today's show is really spiritual. It's really about faith is sufficient. And it's my hope, even though this is a very big topic and I only have 50 minutes to cover it, hopefully I will be able to say some things today that will give you pause, will give you food for thought, and also give you a great deal of hope as well. So I want to say that I recognize that we're going through difficulty in globally in the United States specifically, this is my home, this is where I live, so I'm very attuned to what's happening to my human family here on this side of the globe. And I want to say that darkness always puts up a fight. And I think that that's what we're looking at now, a lot of darkness that is coming to the forefront that is rapidly coming to its end and it's not going to go away peacefully. It is going to put up a fight and so we have to be just as vigilant on our side, on on those of us that are holding the light and I'm going to talk a little bit more about holding your vibration, holding that light so that you can hold the light for each and every individual that we have on the planet at this point. And I'll be talking about that just a little bit later. But I want to start off by saying faith is magic in motion. I look at that in when you have those rare times and those rare times in my own life as I've gone through this life expression and as I've had challenges in the past and things that I needed to manifest. One of the things that I noticed is that when I held fast to my faith, the end result was exactly as I intended it. And I was always amazed at the miracles that occurred. The people, the events, the synchronicities were nothing short of mystical. There was simply no explanation for the people and places and events that showed up in my life in accordance with that faith that I had. And whatever the project may be, whatever was going on, be it a home or a job or just anything going on in my environment that I decreed, as long as I held to the faith that that was going to occur just as I designed it, And I would not know how I was going to do it. I had no earthly idea on how I was going to accomplish that. But I was well aware that as long as I stayed in my faith, it always showed up. And it was nothing less than magical. 
mystical even, the people and the places and things that showed up to uh, to help me manifest whatever that was that I had designed and decreed at that time. And I was aware of the fact that it was my absolute certainty in the faith that I would achieve whatever it was that I wanted at that time. And as I said, I've had many incidents in my life without fail that have really come home to make me understand and know that it was that faith and it was that certainty that made a difference in whether I succeeded or failed. And that's the same for any of us. When we can hold fast to that, uh, you know, it's been said one of our uh, one of the master teachers of which, of which we've had many down through the eons of life. Uh, but one of the master teachers said, "If you have faith the size of a mustard seed," and you know, the very first time I read that passage, I thought about the seeds in a, a kiwi fruit and how small they were. And then I thought about the seeds that, you know, back in the day when seeds were not, ge- when tomatoes were not genetically modified, and they had all these little small seeds within them. And you think about just how small that is. And the passage went on to say, if you had faith that size, you could say to that mountain to move, and it would. Just that little amount of faith, it is so powerful. And we live in this mystical, magical universe that is surrounded by unseen forces that keep everything in sync when you think about it. Even a small item such as gravity that holds us to the surface of the earth. And we can't see gravity. We can only see the effects. We can only experience gravity. But we can't see it or touch it, or smell it, or taste it. And faith works that way, that we experience the effect. And I find that to be magical. We breathe, and we consistently and rhythmically, every second of our life experience, and have you ever stopped to think about, that is absolute magic the way the body knows how to govern itself, how it knows how to operate, and operates perfectly and in sync. It's even created to be self-healing. And when it's not interfered with, when its balance is not thrown out, uh, out of balance by pharmaceutical drugs or inharmonious thoughts, it is simply wonderfully mystical when you stop to think about it. Now, we take so much for granted, and often we don't think about these things very deeply or or very often. We take it for granted. We get up in the morning. We go into our regular routine, whatever that may be. And it does not occur to us that we're rhythmically breathing, that our heart is maintaining its homeostasis, and that it is pumping ever 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 52 weeks a year, consistently, without any thought of our part, 
No, no thought of, okay, I need to make my heart beat today. Okay, I need to breathe today. Is that not mystical? Can you not look at just those small examples and know just how magnificent and complex of a being that we really are? And even going further than that, we are in a three-dimensional arena. That in and of itself is nothing short of magical and mystical. And when we stay that in that contact and stay in this flow of this magic, then faith is our certainty that all will transpire just as we, we intend, whatever we intend. Now, some of you listening may use goals, and goals are fantastic. Goal setting is one of the best ways. Uh, I use vision boards myself. I simply prefer the word intend because I like to have that flexibility. I, I like to know that I've got some wiggle room if I want to change my direction a little bit. If I want to uh, maybe make room for something else or spread something out a little bit. So I prefer for my taste intention as opposed to just setting those goals. For me, they get wrapped and they get rigid for me. And so in order for me to keep myself flexible, I like the word intend. But even if you use the word goals, if that's comfortable for you, there is faith that comes into play. You have to have the faith that you will achieve those goals. And it doesn't take a lot of faith. Faith is so magnanimous that it doesn't, it takes a very, very small amount. And how difficult that is for us to have that. Many of you listening may say, well, it's, it's not up to me. Um, you know, God dispenses. And in some arbitrary and mysterious fashion, it gives the appearance that we are either in or out of favor. And, and so if we're in favor, we're achieving all of our goals and dreams, and I believe the term is blessed. And if we somehow have managed to get out of favor, then we're cursed. But I feel that nothing could be further from the truth. And God is no respect of persons. Therefore, there can't be anything capricious or mysterious in the natures and ways of God or if you prefer Allah, or whatever term that you prefer. But that creator of our being is not capricious in either its nature. And so we have to have that faith that whatever it is that we are designing, that whatever our intent is, that whatever we desire is also reflecting back to us so that there's nothing that says we can't have it. It's your desire and your faith in that desire that is going to bring about that manifestation. Now, what you desire cannot harm another person because if it does, you're going to reap the consequences of what you and you alone have set in motion. It is still not a capricious being saying, I'm slapping your hands because you did this to Jack or Jill or George. 
That is not the case. You're going to reap what you send out because you put it in motion in the first place. And the law of cause of effect, which is a universal law, is going to take care of bringing that back and cycling that back to you. Press down and shaking together, you hardly will recognize it when it comes back, but it's going to be your stuff. And this is a universal law that you're always going to experience the consequences of your actions, and you're going to experience it without exception. And let me be clear, the consequences are not in place of punishment. They're, they are responses to your own thoughts and your own emotions and your own actions. And they're that which you send forth that you ultimately are going to get back. Because everything we do on this level of existence is about growth and evolution. It's never about punishment, it's never about damnation, and it's never about suffering. And when we're suffering, it is to, if we can become still and if we can allow our thoughts to travel back, you know, sometimes we can see where we have put that scenario in motion, where we have placed our faith, because we've placed our faith there. We, we've put it in motion and we have faith that that is going to happen just the way we set it out. And so sometimes, lot, very often, faith is acting in conjunction with our subconscious thoughts because that is what we feel and that is what we believe and that is what we set in motion and, and we're waiting to get this back. Faith becomes very, very important when we start to make our decrees, when we start to decide what those things are that we're going to have, it's going to happen exactly as our faith. And I believe there's another passage uh, in those same uh, Christian scriptures that says, it is done unto you as you believe. As you have faith that something will occur, it will occur. So we bring that back into the current day, all the things that we're dealing with just, just in our own country and all the things that we're seeing. I don't watch the news, but that doesn't mean that I miss any of the negative stuff going on because somebody is going to dial my number and tell me what's happening. So I'm not going to be oblivious to what is going on on the planet. And oftentimes I have to stop and take a deep breath because it's so tempting to make a comment. It's so tempting to get emotionally wrapped up in all of the emotional things that are going on right now. I feel that there is a war going on between light and dark, and it's going to have to balance itself out, but dark is not going to give up without a fight. It's not going to be absorbed without a fight. So we're having this, and we're seeing this struggle. We're seeing this power struggle being played out among humanity. So we're seeing this. We're looking at this. And so it's very hard sometimes to step back and take a deep breath and say, I have faith that humanity will come through. I have faith that we will move through this and that light will balance out the excess of darkness and that things will become harmonious. And this takes faith. This takes looking at and taking that higher road and taking that higher vibration and coming just above the fray 
and being able to say with a great deal of certainty, this too shall pass. Going back to understanding that we create our reality. We create our reality individually that becomes part of the collective. So when we're tempted to say, and sometimes I'm tempted to say, as my daughter uh, tells me sometimes, she says, not my monkey, not my show. And sometimes we're tempted to say, well, it's, it's not my problem. It's not my issue. I don't, you know, nothing I can do about it. And I know I'm guilty of that very often going, well, you know, there's nothing I can do about it, so I'm not going to worry about it. And then I forget that, yes, I can, because what I can do about it is raise my vibration. And in raising my vibration, if I'm consistent with it, and if I have faith that I have the power to shift everyone that I come in contact with simply by raising my own vibration, by understanding that I'm an energy being, and if I smile at you, you have to smile back. You may not even want to smile back, but you will find the corners of your mouth turning up. Because that warmth and that feeling that comes from that smile that I am giving to you is going to affect you and raise your vibration. Now, does that mean there are no Grinches running around? Certainly. But consistently having faith that you do have the power in your little bitty world to make a difference. And then having, having that faith that is going to come back to you because we are eternal beings. And because we are eternal and we are eternal energy beings, then I find it difficult to comprehend that the creator of all there is that is rumored to be pure love could and would provide any type of damnation or eternal punishment for the object of its love and the temple of its very being, of its transfer. It simply makes no sense to me. So I know that if my brother is vibrating at a lower frequency, not in judgment, I can simply hold a higher frequency for them. And don't misunderstand me. In the climate that we've got going on today, the contention and the complete lack and disrespect for others and the total lack of compassion, it can be hard. It can be very difficult. And the temptation to jump into that fray and add more energy and more lower vibration to it can be overwhelming at times. Because in the interest of wanting to be informed and wanting to speak intelligently about something, we don't realize that we are jumping in the fray and we are adding to the confusion. One of my mentors a very long time ago who has since made her transition. But one of the things that she said is that every time you have a choice to make, then you have to understand you are lending your life force and your energy and and your essence and being to that choice. So you always have to ask yourself, do I want to be part of the problem? Or do I want to be part of the solution. 
And I think about that sometimes because I'm human and I get tempted like everyone else to go, oh, my goodness, I can't believe they're doing da-da-da-da-da. I can't believe he's saying da-da-da-da-da. I can't believe she is uh, totally oblivious to this, that, and the other. It is so very easy for us to, in our humanity, which is a bundle of emotions and feelings, ad nauseum, it's very easy to be in that humanity and forget that, wait a minute, wait a minute. I can stop and take a deep breath and I can raise my vibration and I can allow myself to feel tolerance and compassion. And as that swells up within me, it expands out. And expands out from me. It's not going to return to me void. And it's going to create a layer in our universal sphere. And it's very difficult for us sometimes to just stop, just just stop for a moment and think about that and think about, well, I can join the gossip here and feel really bad or I can say I will take my energy and I will raise it a tad above. And I'm going to stay and stand in that faith. I remember that uh, one of the books I wrote was called Anchoring in the Light of God. And one of the things I was admonishing my readers to do is always stand there and anchor in that light, that, that aspect of yourself, that essence of being that is light, that is love, that is complete tolerance and compassion. How much trouble would we be in if the creator of the universe just gave up on us? I mean, my goodness, we'd be wiped out of here a long time ago. But it never gives up on us because we're an aspect of it. And in, in that creator, we move and breathe and have our very beingness. So it's a symbiotic relationship. So it always is going to relate to us in pure love, tolerance, redemption, grace, as we evolve. Always there, always there in faith. It has faith in us. And it has an eternal abiding faith in us, in our capacity to choose good, in our capacity for grace and compassion. After all, we were created in the image and the likeness of that created being. And therefore, we have in the finite all of those infinite qualities. So when we draw on that, when we look to that, begin right now where you are to start to have faith in yourself, and faith in those that we share the planet with. You know, human life, I would suggest, is about expression and, and the journey of it, the journey of evolution. And I would say, do not concern yourself with your destination. It will take care of itself. I like something else the master teacher said. Don't borrow the anxieties for, of tomorrow. Live in today because tomorrow has sufficient anxieties to take care of itself. 
So if you live in today, if you focus in today, if you focus your human, your expression, your human expression on your journey every day and reminding yourself, and sometimes I do have to step back and I won't answer my phone. I'm like, no, you know, I'm, I'm finally climbing this ladder and I've got myself in my, my little quotient of peace and tolerance and compassion and, and standing in my faith and standing in my faith and myself, my God, my fellow human beings, standing in that faith, and I'll look down and someone's calling me, and I know they're going to knock me off my pinnacle so I don't respond. And I think as soon as I've got myself anchored here, then I will return the phone call. And when I'm anchored there, I can return that phone call and I can listen to them wherever they are and I can try to help them come out of where they are and be where I am. And a lot of this comes from I do not believe in damnation on any level. I don't believe that there's damnation at the end of any life cycle. I believe that we are forever in a state of redemption and grace and evolution. And I would suggest when you give up the need for punishment of others, when you give up that, that need to judge, um, then this is not hard to grasp. This is not a concept that's hard to grasp. Because as I said, God has faith in us always. So how about we practice a little bit of that faith that the Creator has in us to each other? having that awareness that we're all in this together, having that awareness that, yeah, we may all be vibrating within a range. We're not vibrating exactly on each other's total resonance because then that would take away our individuality. But knowing that we still have that that faith that our Creator has in us and then just giving just a little bit of that, back a little bit of that awareness because I would suggest to you that if we start to collectively rally around and anchor in our faith, faith in humanity, that we will come through this. Faith that the Creator is not an absentee landlord. Faith that this too shall pass. And faith that where we hold our focus, where we hold our individual energy does make a difference. You can feel it yourself if you uh I would suggest try this experiment to just stand or sit wherever you are and close your eyes and take three deep cleansing breaths and see a light. I prefer gold, but some some of you may just want white light. I like the golden light. It reminds me of the Christ consciousness. But standing in that and and just breathing and just feel that light as you breathe getting larger and larger. And then zero in on it to where you can actually hear it. It may sound to you like a low hum. It may sound to others like a beautiful rhythmic song. However it sounds is right for you. But notice how you feel. Not to the standpoint, don't force anything, just allow. And allow that, allow that light to just 
move through you and in you and around you and just caress you and just allow the feeling. Notice the feeling, but allow it. And you can feel your vibration as it increases. You can feel yourself become centered and become calm. It's, it's sort of like, I like to think about it as the calm in the storm. And as you become very calm yourself, and as you start to feel this, then you also know and have faith right here that you can send that love and that light anywhere that you want it to go even to our political leaders that are causing us some discomfort right about now. Sometimes I have to tell myself, and I can get involved like everyone else, and stop and tell myself before I go to bed at night, I forgive myself for having those thoughts and send that love and light. And I feel that, well, if it bounces off, then it's still going to spread. It's going to spread somewhere. It's going to land somewhere. And somewhere that it lands, it's going to raise the vibration of anything that it touches. I was reading a book uh, called The Power of Now, and one of the things that I found very interesting is he said, one man vibrating, it, it has been stated that the Christ consciousness level is a vibration of 1,000 petals. And that one being vibrating at 1,000 petals can affect, if it affects 100 human beings, it has the effect of raising the vibration of 100,000 people or fellow human beings. And I thought, wow, do the math. Just 100 people raising their vibration to their Christ consciousness, and the Christ consciousness vibratory rate is that golden light, which is why I love the golden light. I use it much more than the white. And, and vibrating in that, so you're holding this, this vibration, and you can affect and raise the vibration of 100,000 people. I really like those odds. And, again, having the faith, standing in the faith that you can do this and not feeling we're being, we're feeling powerless. We're feeling that nothing that we do matters, that we don't, we can't affect anything going on in our environment. And the truth of the matter is nothing could be further from the truth that our stress and our frustration that we're feeling, the internal stuff that we're feeling, is because we've allowed ourselves to believe that we can't do anything about what's going on, and that's not true. We can do something about it from a vibration standpoint. We can do something about it when recognizing and understanding that we are eternal energy celestial beings having a human experience. And so while we're in our humanity, not feeling that we are powerless because we have the power of the universe wrapped up and resident within us. 
And I'd like to say that's a lot of power when you think about it. So we're not powerless by any stretch of the imagination. We have allowed outside forces to make us think that we are devoid of power, but we're not. And we can quietly raise the vibration of everything on this planet, quietly, lovingly, with tolerance and empathy and compassion. Now, you may say to yourself, well, you know, Jade, well, what do you mean about the tolerance? Tolerance is allowing people to be who they are, but still send them love and light. And yes, it is challenging, especially when the person you're sending love and light to may not be your favorite person at this point in time. But understanding that they live and breathe and have their being in the exact same creator that you do. And they may not be expressing all that they are. They may be expressing darkly because they feel that power is the only way. They don't feel a connection to their spirit aspect. Many of us do not. And sometimes people are actively involved in science because they're looking to disprove God. But I'm here to tell you I have had way too many miracles and interventions in my life that make that notion an impossible notion for me. I have no doubt, and I can remember even a couple of weeks ago things were going on, and I was thinking to myself, oh, you know, do angels really exist? And I was reminded of all of the times I've encountered angels, all of the times that that in my lifetime that they have come to my rescue and right in front of my face or allowing me to see them and feel them and come into my aid and protection way too many times for me to ever doubt their existence. And so I'm fortunate and blessed in that in that aspect, in that knowing. So ask yourself, which path do you want to walk? Do you want to lend your energy and your considerable power to raising the vibration on the planet and raising the vibration of the people around you? Or do you want to stand back and on the sidelines and say there's nothing you can do about it? You know, we're all in various stages of our growth and our human potential. But what I would suggest is let's now begin to practice compassion and empathy and tolerance for those who are in a different place than us. Now, this is not in judgment. This is not you never have the right to sit in judgment of any other person. You're not given to the parlance of their heart and their mind, and you're not given to their sociological background or their psychology that makes them stand in the place that they're in. So you're never, you never have the right to judge. But you can say what you see, you can be tolerant for what you see. You can be tolerant for how they are expressing. Because actually we can do more for them by sending them love and light and holding a higher vibration than we ever can do by cursing them and wishing them all manner of harm. And yes, it's difficult. And having the faith, and you absolutely do need faith. You need the faith that the Creator has in us. It never gives up on us, ever. 
And the faith is eternal and unending, knowing that you are my child, you are of me, and you will be okay. And having that and having that and standing in that. Because faith moves mountains. And when your faith is unshakable, when your faith is unshakable in yourself and in God and in humanity, then you can actually walk through that. You can put that faith becomes, it goes from being a noun to a verb. It actually becomes active. It actually does things. And it actually creates the change. You know, a wise man once said, be the change that you want to see in the world. And we don't do it because we get in front of the evening news and we get all revved up and riled up and emotional. And we forget that as energy celestial beings, we have the power to shift the course of humanity. And one person added to another person, added to another person, can create the shift. We have got to stop thinking that we are powerless. And I know that, you know, we've been in quarantine and it's it's taken a toll. It's taken a toll on us, especially here in America, because we just value the freedom and ability to go where we want to go. We're not used to being restricted. I was talking to a friend of mine about that last night. We're not used to being restricted. We're not handling it well. And we've had way too much restriction. We, we've kind of gone enough already. And almost becoming numb. And that is a place we do not want to be. Your faith should always be active. Never become numb. And it is easy to become that way. And as I was sharing with her how I was feeling about, and I was looking at it as a kind of a numbness. And then I realized that no, I'm standing in faith and I'm I'm absolutely resolute that I make a difference and that what I decree shall be the reality that I experience. And what I would hope is that we all get there, that you stop to say enough, realize that you create your own reality, and create that reality in tolerance and compassion and love and life knowing that that which you hold for yourself and that which you hold for your fellow beings on this planet with you is, in faith, what will manifest. Because it must. It is a universal law that that which you hold in mind must produce in kind. And so this is where your strength and your faith comes in at, Faith in knowing that you do have the power to effect change. And starting with just the change in yourself, just that little bitty shift in your own individual consciousness. Remember, the change of one human being affects a hundred. And can you imagine that hundred having an effect? And so stopping and raising our vibration. And as I said, I know it's challenging. I know that it is difficult given the climate that we are listening in, but I will still say turn off the news. Stop gluing yourself to the circus that we've got going on right now. 
and start to visualize and put in your mind this beautiful planet that we have and the beautiful country that we live in because this is my country. And I want to see her flourish as the planet flourishes. And as we evolve and as the planet evolves, we can all come through this as long as we keep our faith in our God, whatever that looks like to you, no judgment here, in ourselves and in humanity. And I often believe that that this is what is meant by love the one that wishes you harm. Instead of plotting your revenge and plotting what you're doing to, try loving them. And being a celestial being, and we are celestial beings, having a human experience, you can raise your vibration just by raising your thoughts in their direction. Just by, you know, I'm not going to curse you today. I'm going to send you as much love and light as I can muster. And again, this helps your body temple as well. This helps you ward off any dis-ease that's floating around because you are not going to be a beacon for that. You're not going to absorb that. So this comes back even to you taking care of yourself health-wise because as you hold these higher vibrations, as your cells start to, to become healthy and happy and joyous themselves, then the bottom result of this or the end result of this is that you are going to be this wonderful, healthy, happy human being. And so I do realize that our, our current political climate uh, and the intolerance that, that we're holding for each other makes this challenging. But I firmly believe that we're up to the task. And I, for one, will never give up on humanity no matter how it's currently expressing. I simply will not. I have faith in myself. I have faith in each and every one of you. And, of course, I will always have faith in that which created me. And I honestly and truly wish for you that same certainty. And think about that as you go about your your week, as you go about the rest of this day, having that certainty, that faith in yourself, that faith in each and every other human being that you share this planet with, and that faith in that which created you, whatever name you customarily use, that from which your life force emanates, and having that very same faith and realizing that that from which we come forth never, ever, ever gives up on us, never sees us in a negative light, never holds an accountability of, of those errors in judgment that we have, never holds it against us, keeps us constantly, always in love and light, sees us always from a standpoint of redemption, places us and holds us in grace as we move through that evolutionary path that we're all traveling. So I would say to have that faith. Bring that faith into your life every day. Bring that faith that says, 
We will come through this. And add in your light, add in your energy, knowing that you are not powerless. And making that choice. We face it every day. And sometimes we fail. Sometimes I do too. Because we're in our humanity. And sometimes we fail. Sometimes we can get all riled up and all involved in what's going on. Yelling at the television and whatever. But if we can just stop and take a deep breath. Just stop right in the middle of climbing that emotion. Or shall I say sinking down into that emotion because it's dark energy, it's not light. And so rather than that, bringing it up and bringing it up and moving it up and moving it up, a teacher of mine said years and years ago, moving up in consciousness. Moving up in consciousness until you are at that level of your Christ consciousness that is forever within that dwells within, within your I am presence, and in part of that, bringing that up, visualizing that, seeing that, being enmeshed in that until you can feel it. And once you can feel it within yourself, expand your vision. Send it to your friends. Send it to your family. Expand your vision. Imagine that you're standing outside and on top of the earth, and you're just going to flood it with golden light. Practice that. See how it feels. Sending all of that out and helping to heal our planet and helping to be a part of this change because we are going through a change. We're living in a time of change. Everything must shift. You know, someone said to me that even though we're 2020 in the Egyptian calendar, in the old African calendar, this is 2012. Feels like it to me. And so we're having these breakdowns, this shift, this restructuring. So let's restructure and let's repattern from that golden consciousness, from that light, standing in the faith, being aware, being certain that you individually, by yourself, as a celestial energy, eternal divine being, have all the power you need to make a difference. There's a lot more to this topic and this subject of faith. I do not have the time to really go into it now. But as I said, I want you to have faith in yourself, faith in each and every one of us, faith in that which has created you. I have that faith, and I wish for you that certainty. So until next time when I will be back to finishing up uh, on the autoimmune dis-eases that the medical profession talks about and some of the emotional things that you can do about that, um, I hope you will join me next time on Fireside Chats here. And I am Jade Lauren, and I am wishing for you a fantastic day, a wonderful week, and an amazing life going forward.